Welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast, where books come alive. I'm Tricia Copeland, a fiction author and host of this show. If you love books, finding great reads, and hearing about the story behind the story directly from the authors, this is the place for you. Whether you like fantasy, science fiction, dystopian, or romance titles, I think you'll find something to love in my playlist. Listen in to discover something magical about a book or two today. Welcome, Jason. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Tricia. Yeah, today we have Jason DeGray. Did I pronounce that correctly? You did, yes. With us, he is a fantasy author, and he's going to tell us all about his book. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, just launch into it, I guess. Yes, that sounds great. Great. All right. Well, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not strictly a fantasy author. I, I like to think of myself more of a, uh, as a speculative fiction author, right? I like to um, hop around genres depending on, you know, the, the story that pops into my head, right? It, it can take place in uh, many different ways in many different places. And so I like to uh, um, not, not limit myself too much in that regard, right? But the uh, books that I have out now are actually the Ruined Man series. Um, and the second book is going to be coming out here soon uh, in around May sometime. Um, and this is very much an magical realism kind of urban fantasy-ish uh, type of book that is actually set um, in New Mexico. And uh, because of, uh, you, you may remember all the magical places that are here. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, this, this is a place that uh, whenever I, well, I, I grew up here, I grew up in Roswell, um, you know, around there and all the weirdness and, uh, everything that that entails but um you know and and the name of the state is the land of enchantment i mean there really is um a lot of magic uh and uh that kind of stuff from all different types of uh you know of cultures and history that goes back a very long time here and so you know i was i really was inspired by that uh whenever i started writing the ruined man stuff and i really wanted to um uh, be able to showcase that, you know, for other people, um, and and give uh, uh, you know the people from here something to uh, to read and you know and, and maybe uh, connect with um, on that level. Because you know one of the big complaints that um, uh, people that you know are here that live here and have grown up here for any amount of time, um, you know, they like to call it the land of entrapment. Right. <laughs> because, you know, you can never leave, you know, and then you just get stuck here, you know, and, 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 and this type of thing. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe that's true, but it's probably true of anybody wherever you grew up. But, uh, uh, you know, there's there, there really is a lot of beauty and a lot of, of, of magic here to uh, go out and find and explore. And so uh, that, that was kind of, uh, you know, my my two pronged goal here. Um, with setting the Ruined Man series here in New Mexico. And what is the premise of the series? Uh, well, it, it, it follows the story of uh, this guy named Victor Wolf. And in the, uh, in the first book, uh, The Ruined Man, uh, 
um, him and he, he's a uh, detective with the police department, right? And him and his partner creep up on these evil cultists and these guys are summoning a demon. Well, they, uh, uh, Wolf and his partner, Barber, um, kind of break the spell. And in doing so, they let the demon out and um, and it uh, kills, you know, most everybody, but leaves Victor very scarred. Right. And um, um, really like uh, um, connected, I guess, with the demon after that. And so, um, you know, he is learning you know, about his new abilities and, and learning how to live uh, life and things like that as a ruined man um, while chasing down this demon um, that is uh, trying to elude him and, you know, step into the world, I guess, as it were. And, uh, and you know, so that's, that, that's kind of the premise um, here, you know, around the ruined man in a nutshell. Neat. Well, I was thinking that being trapped in New Mexico doesn't sound so bad to me, but I guess maybe any place you grow up doesn't seem, it doesn't seem, I mean, it probably seems special, but it probably doesn't seem, what am, what's the past, maybe exciting because you grew up there and you know it, so it doesn't seem exciting. Like I grew up in South Georgia and I, a lot of times I would think, oh, you know, I don't want to stay here because I know what this looks like. I want to go somewhere where it's new and it's adventurous, right? So, right, right. You know exactly. I think I think we really have to that. You know that that's part of growing up, um, is is going out and exploring and seeing new places and things like that. It's not until we get older that you know I, I think that we really start to be like, man, I really miss that place and <laughs> all the good times I had there and all the wonderful things and you know and stuff like that. So yeah, you know that 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 comes later after we've gone out and seen all these other types of places and been like, man, there's really nothing special here either. And <laughs> it's just where I'm at now. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, definitely like that. But, you know, I, I think New Mexico, like I said, in particular has a lot of great history and, and places uh, to explore like that, you know, because um, uh, yeah, you know, the, the tagline for the ruins, man, is magic is real. And, uh, and so I really wanted to, uh, you know, bring that out. I really wanted to show that. And, uh, you know, so that was my goal. That sounds like a really fun series. It also sounds like this is not your first series. So can you tell us about your other work? Oh, yeah. Well, I um, did write a fantasy adventure novel. Um, this was my first novel that I wrote back in 2008, um, whenever the... Uh, was a self-publishing boom was was happening, and um, and so I had written a uh, you know a fantasy adventure novel that was heavy on the satire, um, and you know that's um, uh, you know it's it's my first book, so it's. <laughs> I, I, I love it for that, but you know, every once in a while, I'll, I'll put a, pull it off the shelf and open up to a random page and read a bit. Man, you have come a lot farther <laughs> since that. Um, and I am currently working on a, a, a sci-fi series, uh, a deep space um, colony type of sci-fi series uh, that Man, it's 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 been giving me a lot of trouble though. This this writer's block with just these certain scenes, you know, and uh, I, I can't 
I can't get past, you know, these the certain scenes. So it's really been holding me up. I only need like 10,000 more words to finish the book. And, uh, and, you know, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's becoming a monster in my head now. And, uh, you know, I can't get past it because of that. Um, and I'd written a novel last year uh, that was out last year called Eve. Uh, and this was kind of a dystopian um, cyberpunk novel. Uh, and then I have some uh, novellas uh, out as well, and a collection of plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, so it seems like playwriting would be really different from writing books. It is. And, you know, I, I started writing plays um, because year, years and years ago when I was in college and we just graduated college, me and a group of friends uh, got together and we formed this um, independent theater group in Lubbock, Texas. And, uh, and, and so I wrote plays that, uh, that we would perform. And so, you know, that's, that, that's where most of those plays come from, uh, you know, is, is from during that time. And um, it, it was a definite like switch over uh, whenever I was like, you know, I'm going to sit down and write a novel. Uh, trying to figure that out because you know the the plays is, is basically just supposed to be dialogue and and very light on the uh, description and stage direction because you know the directors like to have room for their vision and you know and and whatnot and so uh, you know I, I would send out my first drafts of of uh, the saga of Seamus my my fantasy adventure and, uh, and oh I need more description here and I'm like. What do you mean you need more description? Can't you just fill it in? Like, what do you mean? It's 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 like it's mostly dialogue. I'm like, I know that's <laughs> so. Yeah, you know the uh, filling in the novel and filling out that you know, that process of um, uh, you know adding that description and you know and that setting and you know and all that type of stuff that's. Um, uh, you don't have to rely on as heavily with plays and stuff like that was was definitely uh, one of the, my biggest uh, struggles in moving over into novel writing for sure. Interesting. Yeah, I think my first work was like that as well, because I was writing it as I was seeing it in my head, like I was writing it as I was seeing a movie. So I was seeing it. So I didn't need that extra description. It was really heavy on the dialogue as well. And my editor sent it back the same as you like okay let's describe this a little more and let's talk a little less <laughs> right <laughs> right my oh. like 180,000 manuscripts she's like okay this is two books and let's take out like 20,000 words here <laughs> right yeah yeah man, how, man I don't understand how do you do that uh, you know 180,000 words I I am struggling to get 60, 75,000 words out of one book most of the time. You know, I'm, I'm like going back and, you know, trying to expand on things and add scenes in and stuff like that to make it bigger. I mean, you know, how, uh, um, you know, so yeah, I, I often wonder, like, how do people that, you know, can sit down and write that, you know, like that, what's, uh, what's that like from that end? I mean, uh, it, it, it's something that you know, I, I really do wonder about. Well, I did it over like eight years, though. So those are me like writing an hour in the evening every night. So I just kept the storyline going um, over that long period of time. So it wasn't, I don't know that I really had, I mean, I had a certain beginning and end in mind, but 
I was just having fun writing it and I didn't even wasn't even thinking of publishing it when I was writing it so I was just enjoying doing it for myself sake um, I guess instead of watching tv or reading another book I was just writing my story yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know, that makes sense. It, yeah. Cause, or, or, or like, for instance, um, back when I was into Game of Thrones and reading Game of Thrones and trying to find out when George Orwell was going to be coming out with the next book and all of that, you know, I'd come across an article or an interview or something and he was talking about, oh, yeah, you know, I've written like 400,000 words on, uh, uh, you know, the rest of the series, but it's not done yet. And I'm like, what do you mean? That's like, <laughs> that's like five books, dude. <laughs> yeah that's a lot and I don't think he's done with that series yet right no no I, 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 I don't think he is either um but uh uh yeah I, I don't know I, I think my it's time might have passed with all that HBO stuff but uh but yeah you know I I was really wanting to uh you know know and I was like you know 400,000 words and, and and it's not done yet like <laughs> Wow, As, man, if, 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 if only, if only, like, yeah, yeah, because no, that, that one, it really is one of my struggles, like, uh, making it, you know, fill out to a word, like, uh, you know, the difference between a novel and a novella is like, you know, uh, 25 to 40,000 words, and I'm like, and I'm always like writing, you know, trying to hit that 40,000 mark, so I can consider it a novel, <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 a struggle so uh, you know I I don't know maybe it's a holdover from my playwriting days um, yeah it could be like it short and tight right right <laughs> and it um, sounds like a lot of your inspiration comes from the land and nature in New Mexico can you talk a little bit more about that uh, oh yeah I mean you know there's there's definitely a lot of that I mean you know a lot of the uh, settings and stuff like that in um, the ruined man are places like, uh, you know, that I'd been to, um, or been around and stuff like that growing up a lot, uh, that really left an impression on me. Uh, you know, for instance, in the ruined man in, you know, the first novel, um, there's this little town. If you get off of I-40, um, at, at Klein's Corners outside of Albuquerque and, and go down towards Roswell, there's this creepy little ghost town called Encino and and this town has always given me the creeps I mean even as a kid we would be driving up going from Roswell to Albuquerque for some reason and you know we'd, we'd be going through Encino and it, would, and it was just always like this really creepy like had this really creepy vibe and for the longest time it's now closed but there was this there's one gas station there and uh um and, you know and and that was it and, and, you know, we would stop at that gas station sometimes and, and, you know, you can get out and, you know, some places have this um, uh, really thick silence to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like a blanket of silence, you know, o o over this place. And, and, and that's the kind of vibe that I would get from Encino. And yeah, it was, it was just really unsettling. And so, you know, this, this was one of the, uh, um, the, you know, the settings and stuff like that, that I built into it because it had affected me um, so much. And, you know, and a lot of, um, you know, that's, that's what a lot of the settings and places and stuff in the Ruined Man series uh, actually is, is, is places that really had an effect on me. Uh, you know, for instance, um, in, well, it's, it's more focused on this upcoming novel, uh, The Dark Goddess, 
was uh, the Jimenez Springs and um, the Jimenez Pueblo that are right by each other. I mean, totally magical places and, uh, um, you know, crazy uh, Buddhist monastery right there in Jimenez Springs that, uh, uh, you know, you don't you don't expect to find and uh, you know right next to a uh, a catholic monastery and and i mean so yeah yeah it's it's it's, it's really interesting and uh, and you know and magical you know in a way and these are the places that have really left an impression on me and so um and you know and even the city of albuquerque itself um you know growing up in in roswell i mean this was always the place that we wanted to come and you know for the big city type of thing you know we would come up here for uh whatever reason and uh, and so you know it, it always had that kind of vibe to it well when i moved here um in 2008 from lubbock it's uh you know I, I was really able to explore and tap into the energy of the city itself and and it's something that was actually a very unique energy that I, you know, I, I talk about in Ruined Man because I've been over a lot of places. I've, I've been all around the United States. And, uh, and, you know, this place in particular has a very unique and potent energy. I think I call it like the last of the Wild West, really, because you have so many different people and cultures all converging in this one place right here in the middle of the desert, you know, and, uh, and it's, it's, uh, uh, you know, a uh, uh, crazy and, uh, exciting and volatile melting pot, you know, in a lot of ways. And, you know, New Mexico is full of, you know, places just like that, you know, like the ghost towns like Encino or, or the the weird little quirky places like Jimenez Springs or, you know, like I said, this volatile melting pot of Albuquerque or even Las Cruces or Roswell for that, you know, the aliens and all that type of stuff. I mean, you know, uh, Billy the Kid and the Lincoln County Wars, in uh, Rio Doso and Lincoln and all that type of stuff. There's just, um, uh, you know, so much here to, uh, you know, to tap into and build from. And so, uh, yeah, that's, that's the approach that I took with it. And in The Ruined Man, does he finish his quest or does it continue into the second book? Oh, it continues, it kind of continues into the second book. Um, and, you know, the, um, the you know the the story ends um in in the ruined man uh but it doesn't necessarily end on a a, a high note um but that's because you know it, it that it moves into the second book where um you know the everything comes to uh you know a conclusion i guess and all of those loose ends at the end of the ruined man uh, kind of get tied up in this uh, second book, uh, The Dark Goddess. And so it's, it, yeah, it's that, that, that's the, these two books are really a, uh, you know, a 15 year journey for Victor Wolf. Oh, wow. and, yeah. And so it's, uh, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it kind of, it can seem like a cliffhanger at the end. But, you know, The Dark Goddess, I'm telling you, if you've read The Ruined Man and you're like, man, everything just kind of like, gosh, that was a really disturbing ending. And uh, I said, well, you know, keep reading. <laughs> and, you know, all, all of that stuff comes to light and uh, uh, gets tied up there at the end. You know, all of the, like I said, the questions and the loose ends. So the Dark Goddess wraps up the series then for all those people who are worried. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, well, it, it, it wraps up this part of the story. Um, one of the um, themes in The Ruined Man, um, and one of the things that this demon that gets out is, is seeking, is this book that uh, this this ancient grimoire that's called power right and uh, and in the in in the ruined man world there are actually three books um there's power there's desire and there's life and so this these first two books deal with uh the book power and so you know the story around that gets wrapped up um, you know, in, in these first two books, but you know, I'm going. I'm planning on continuing the city, uh, the series down the line, um, and really finishing up with the other two books as well. So the desire and life, and making that the um, overall ruined man series. So, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a six part trilogy. <laughs> Neat. And so, why are these books so special? Can you tell us that? What, I mean, what power, I, I know that one's called power, but what power or what role do they play? Well, because these are the only um, grimoires, the only magical tomes in history that actually work. Oh, okay. Everything else has been copied from it and uh, been diluted. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not exactly, um, uh, you know, on, on, on point, but power, you know, in these three books, were actually written by, um, you know, the uh, the Watchers thousands and thousands of years ago, and these were the only books um, on magic that actually produced magic, and so that's what makes them so powerful. Uh, if if you get your hands on it, um, you know, it's it's uh, you know a very big thing, and so all these weird occult groups and societies that. Uh, the ruined man deals with or are actually um, going at each other trying to get these books. Okay, so whoever has the books has the power or has the magic, right? Right, right. That's very cool. I That's a really unique storyline that I haven't heard before, so yeah. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah, I think it, a lot it, of people will want to tune into that, so I'm going to put it on my TBR, definitely. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's it's on uh, Amazon Kindle, I think right now uh, is, is where the publishers have it. And I'm, I'm trying to get through this set of edits uh, so we can get the Dark Goddess out. But uh, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm working hard and stay tuned for that for awesome. sure. So my next question is, and you've talked a little bit about this, this is my favorite question for all my authors. What do you want people to experience or get out of reading your book, no matter which one of their books you or which one of your books they pick up? My favorite books that I read are the ones that, uh, that stay with me. You know, the ones that after I'm done reading, I don't want to leave the world. And, and uh, you know, I can, uh, or when I'm not reading the book, I have to go and do something else and put it down. I can still, uh, stay in that world you know um and and that's that's really what i want to create uh it's you know to me that's that's one of the best um you know types of magic to come out of reading is the ability to really do that um uh, and 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 to you know as an author be able to you know invite that reader in and have them like actually in that world uh 
for a time. And, you know, and these are the ones that have stuck with me, like I said, um, and, and the books that I, I go back and reread and things like that still, uh, you know, are, are the books that have done this for me. And so that's really what I strive for when I'm writing and really what uh, you know, I, I would hope uh, at the very least, you know, the, the readers that come across my uh, uh, books get out of it. Yeah, I got chill bumps because those are the books that I love too. I mean, just getting lost in the world of whatever the author has produced for you is an amazing feeling. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very, very much is. What, which one of, which are those books for you? What inspires you or which authors inspire you? Oh, well, I mean, there's, there's Philip K. Dick for sure. He's, he's right up there at the top of my list. Um, uh, you know, he he can just pull me right in uh, with a lot of his stuff. Uh, there's this this uh, another author. He was a pulp writer. His name was um, Robert E. Howard. He actually was the guy that created Conan. Um, and you know his 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 writing is 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 like that too. It's it's vibrant and you know can pull you right in, and uh, um, you know and, and keep you there. And you know of course you know J.R.R. Tolkien. Um, and, you know, and um, George R. R. Martin with the, um, specifically the Game of Thrones, uh, you know, stuff, I, I you know, I, I was right there with it, um, and, you know, and into it for a long time. And, uh, and so, you know, those, yeah, you know, off the top of my head are probably um, the ones. And then um, something like outside the realm of that, but something that I go back and read all the time is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Um, I, I reread I re that a couple times a year. <laughs> well, I have two new names to add to my list and others that I am a fan of as well. So that's, that's awesome. Where can we yeah, find you in yeah, your books? You yeah, mentioned yeah, on yeah, Amazon. <laughs> you mentioned on Amazon. What is your website? Uh, JasonDegrade.com. Okay. I is is my website and i am also on uh facebook um i have a reader group on facebook as well called weird worlds okay. and um and then that's that's pretty much where i'm at i don't get around on on twitters or instagrams or uh things like that very often so um when i'm online those those are my spots awesome and so Sorry. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say it. And, and the Ruined Man series is uh, going to be exclusively on Amazon because of uh, the publishers I'm working with now. That's that's what they want. But uh, the other stuff you can find, you know, my books, Eve and uh, um, Absolutely True Retellings and that those those other ones are uh, everywhere. So Barnes and Noble and whatnot. Fun, and I'm assuming people can follow you on Goodreads and BookBub and all those fun places as well. Oh, yes, yes, those places as well. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's great to focus your time. If you only have so much time to be on social media and interact, it's good that you can focus on one Facebook group and talk to people who want to talk about your books. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. That was the idea. <laughs> Makes total sense. <laughs> Well, thank you for being here today. I love talking to you and I can't wait to visit New Mexico. It's on my list. Awesome. Yes, I'll, I'll tell you all the best spots. So <laughs> great. I will hit you up for that.
All right. Thank you, Tricia. Have a good one. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Finding the Magic podcast. I'm your host, author and podcaster, Tricia Copeland, and I love getting behind the scenes. If you like the podcast, make sure to subscribe and stop in each week, discover new authors and books. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep finding the magic.